0: Powered by my bookie and Blue Chew, Bill Resetti of Panthers Wire. Back with you guys here. It is Wednesday, August 28th. We are one day away from the final preseason game of the 2019 season. And we are just about 10, 10 or 11, day, 11 days away from the start of the regular season against the Los Angeles Rams. And this is also the time of year where... Fantasy football is really starting to ramp up. A lot of the drafts are going to be held this weekend. Uh, I think we actually—I think I just saw there was like National Draft Day just just the other day. I think that was Saturday. So fantasy leagues are really starting to take shape. So I thought I'd take a few minutes today and talk about the Carolina Panthers in terms of uh, where they stand in average draft position in. PPR ranks, or in, in, in PPR leagues. We'll go uh, position by position and discuss where they stand and kind of talk a little bit about their their fantasy outlooks. So we'll start right at the top with the quarterback position, and all, all numbers I'm using right now are from Fantasy Football Calculator. That's, that's the site I'm using right now to determine uh, the order that the quarterbacks are being drafted in and where they are where their average is being drafted. So uh, we start with the quarterbacks, and Cam Newton, according to Fantasy Football Calculator, is actually being drafted as a, as a top 10 quarterback. He's uh, the 10th, or in terms of uh, average pick. Cam Newton is the 10th quarterback, or averaging the 10th quarterback off the board, uh, going going off the board at the end of the 8th round. Actually comes in kind of right behind Russell Wilson, whose average draft pick right now, and again, these are like 12-team leagues, uh, is 808. That's where Russell Wilson goes. Uh, so Cam Newton, number 10, or 10th quarterback off the board. Uh, his overall overall pick or overall average pick is about 96th. So again, it's like right at the end of the eighth round. So he's averaging about the 8-9 turn. Uh his highest draft pick was actually in the fourth round, or at least in the 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 drafts that this site's been tracking. His highest draft pick was four oh nine, so very high pick there. And he's gone as low as ten ten, and this was in three hundred seven, or among the drafts they've been tracking, he's been drafted three hundred seven times. Uh, the most, I, I imagine. 491 is how many they've tracked, or almost 500, because that's how many times Pat Mahomes has been drafted. Uh, you know, interesting. All these numbers are like very different. So I, I don't know what the uh, what the Times draft if that's just a standard. How many times they've been drafted? Because all these numbers are very different. Even just the the difference between Pat Mahomes and Deshaun Watson about 170 picks. Uh, but Pat Mahomes is naturally the first quarterback taken not really a surprise there Um, coming off the 50 50 touchdown season it obviously makes a lot of sense that he's the first quarterback taken off the board Deshaun Watson then at number 2 Aaron Rodgers 3 Baker Mayfield 4 Matt Ryan at 5 Carson Wentz, Drew Brees, Jared Goff, Russell Wilson and then Cam Newton rounding out the top 10 and it kind of shows that you've You can get some of these guys later in picks. I mean, you're getting here Wentz and Breeze in the 7th round, Goff and Wilson in the 8th, Cam in the 8th or 9th, even someone like Phillip Rivers you can get in about the 10th round, Brady in the 10th or 11th round. Uh, But Cam Newton right in the middle of the draft, I like that spot. Um, Obviously, there's the injury concern. But in the middle of the draft like that, late in the eighth, start of the ninth, that's not a lot of risk. And with the with how explosive the offense is expected to be, especially if you're lucky enough to kind of pair him with someone like DJ Moore or Curtis Samuel, I think that'll give you a nice stack and a lot of upside if, if you're able to, to go that route. So I think a solid spot where Cam Newton is here, uh, just inside the top 10 among quarterbacks. So then, if we run, if we run to uh, running backs, I mean, let's let's face it. There's really only one running back you're drafting, and that's Christian McCaffrey, and he is the number two quarterback, or excuse me, number two running back being drafted in PPR leagues. Uh, not really surprising. Saquon Barkley is number one. I mean, just about every draft you see. Saquon Barkley is the number one pick, and that's how it would be for me too. I, th- I think Saquon Barkley is my number one, and then Christian McCaffrey would be my number two, especially in PPR league. So if you don't have a high pick or you're not playing in an auction league, um, good luck getting Christian McCaffrey because you're not going to get him unless you have you know, basically a top two pick in, in your in your fantasy picks. If you're in the deeper league, uh, I can see – going with uh Cameron Artis Payne, if you have like a really deep bench, you could in that case you can draft someone like Cameron Artis Payne or even someone like Jordan Scarlet as like a a shot in the dark or a handcuff. But really the only running back uh worth noting in fantasy is obviously Christian McCaffrey. And again you'd have to get you'd have to have a really high pick. You'd have to be lucky right from the start in terms of luck of the draw for the draft picks to get McCaffrey. Uh, Alvin Kamara then comes in at number three, and we'll just run through the top uh, the top 12 since we're in a 10, uh, 12-team league. So actually, r- real quick, too, I'll just go back since we're going to do uh, 12 teams. I'll just mention real quick, too, uh, we said the top 10 in quarterbacks, and if you're going to 12 in its standard 12-team league, Lamar Jackson is averaging the 11th quarterback off the board. And then pretty close, but just slightly ahead, is Jameis Winston for 12th, ahead of Kyler Murray. Uh, then the top 12 running backs on Fantasy Football Calculator right now. Again, Saquon, number one, McCaffrey, two, Alvin Kamara, is three, Zeke Elliott, four, even with the holdout, David Johnson, five, Le'Veon Bell at six, James Conner, seven, Nick Chubb eight, Dalvin Cook nine, Todd Gurley ten, Joe Mixon eleven, and Damien Williams is at number twelve. There was some concern uh, with Carlos Hyde and um, and Darwin Thompson getting some work, but it seems still like Damien Williams is the top the top guy in Kansas City. But they are going to share the ball a little bit there. And even if you want to go twelve through twenty four, real quick, if you're going uh, two running backs in the lineup. Going to twenty four would be Fournette, carry on Johnson Devontae Freeman Aaron Jones Chris Carson Josh Jacobs David Montgomery Mark Ingram Melvin Gordon Sony Michelle Derrick Henry Marlon Mack and well Marlon Mack would be number twenty four so that's how the running backs look in terms of uh, in terms of average draft position the top twenty four again with uh, a standard league being two running backs and you could still get some solid guys even after that as well. I mean, Philip Lindsay is averaging number 20 as the 26th back off the board. Miles Sanders is 28th. And these are still guys you are getting like the top five or six rounds. Austin Eckler now is the 30th running back off the board. And it's looking more and more likely that he's going to start week one, or at least be very involved in week one. So a lot of good guys still available even after, after that top 24.
1: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Uh, so before we get into wide receivers and tight ends, I want to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors over at BlueChew.com. Again, longtime friend of the podcast. Uh, So, guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go for that big moment? Uh, You can increase your performance now and get that extra confidence in bed by visiting bluechew.com. That's blue like the color blue, which brings you the same or the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So, you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, and even on a full stomach. So, you can be ready to go whenever that opportunity arises because they're chewable, which means they work. Twice as fast as a pill. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform, it is for those who want extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom and give you that opportunity to go to round two. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so there's no in person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they are cheaper than a pharmacy. So right now visit bluechew.com, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W dot com, promo code locked on, l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n, and get your first shipment for free. All you gotta do is pay $5 in shipping. So again, bluechew.com, promo code locked on, get your first shipment free. Just pay five dollars in shipping. So jumping back into the wide receiver position now and I've, listen, I, you guys know I've been hyping up uh, DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel for quite some time. And in terms of where they stand in the average draft position among wide receivers, the first one off the board is DJ Moore as the 28th overall uh, receiver. Or the 28th receiver off the board with an average pick of 6.05, so right in the middle of the sixth round. Uh, just ahead of Robbie Anderson and D. Westbrook, who are rounding out the top thirty, and uh, and then and, and keep in mind too, I didn't I didn't mention this before. I am also looking at numbers over the last month, so these are from drafts from July 28th up until today. So the highest that D. J. Moore has been drafted in that time frame was a pick 407, and the lowest. Was at pick eight oh four. So again, an average, he rounds out to about the middle of sixth middle of the sixth round. So that's where you can expect to get him. And then not much longer until Curtis Samuel comes off the board. He's averaging the 36th receiver off the board, right at the top of round eight. The highest he's gone in drafts over the last month was at 509. The lowest was at 908. And the only receivers, so again, Moore at 28, Samuel at 36. The only guys that are in between them right now, so 29 through 35, would be Robbie Anderson of the Jets, D.D. Westbrook of the Jaguars, Alshon Jeffrey of the Eagles, Alan Robinson of the Bears, Will Fuller of the Texans, Christian Kirk of the Cardinals, and Emmanuel Sanders of the Broncos. And those are the only two receivers On the board here. And this goes out to the top 66 players being drafted. Or the top 66 receivers. So uh, really no fantasy love for guys like Jerry Swright or Chris Hogan. But it kind of makes sense. They don't really catch the ball enough to kind of warrant being an every week starter. Maybe maybe, uh, in deeper leagues... If you have a really deep bench, you might be able to consider guys like that. But in standard leagues, you're really only looking at DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. And then the tight end position, where maybe there could be room for both tight ends. Uh, first, obviously, would be Greg Olson. And he is averaging as the 15th tight end off the board, actually, at uh, in the middle of the 13th round obviously the injuries he's had the last couple years have have to do with that you know he's 34 years old cam newton coming off an injury so um, not a lot of high expectations fantasy wise for greg olsen but at least it means you're almost getting olsen for free and if things pan out then it'll turn out to be a really great value obviously the big the big three tight ends all going in the first three rounds travis kelsey George Kittle, and Zach Ertz. And then who I consider kind of the Tier 2 guys, O.J. Howard, Evan Ingram, Hunter Henry. Uh, I guess you could put Jared Cook in that group. Now that he's with the Saints, Vance McDonald. And then kind of your upside guys like David Njoku, Eric Ebron. Though I think Eric Ebron takes a bit of a hit with Andrew Lux retiring. Then it's Austin Hooper, Delaney Walker, T.J. Hawkinson, Mark Andrews. And then you get to Greg Olson at 15, and they only have 20 tight ends listed, and Ian Thomas not on the list. The rest of the top 20 on here are Trey Burton, Jimmy Graham, Jordan Reed, Kyle Rudolph, and Chris Herndon. Of course, Chris Herndon is suspended for the first four games of the season. That's kind of the tight ends where they stand. Again, someone like Ian Thomas, again, you'd probably have to have a – be in a league with a really deep bench, uh, so a, a really deep roster, and maybe starting multiple tight ends, um, and, and he would only be a guy that, if you need like a, a streaming option, would you really consider Ian Thomas at this point, until he shows a little bit more consistency. Uh, but that's the receivers and the tight ends. Uh, I want a th- quick shout out, one more of our sponsors, and then we'll touch quick on the defense and the kicker, where they stand in average draft position. But I want to remind you guys, of course, about my bookie. They are back with us for this season. It's a new season. Uh, Antonio Brown is on the Raiders. Le'Veon Bell is with the Jets. Odell Beckham is in Cleveland. But the one thing that has not changed is where I am putting my money down on all the games. My bookie is the place to bet on football every weekend. my bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sportsbook, period. And this year, they are hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least $100,000, and it only costs $100 to enter. All you got to do is pick five games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. So I would only recommend a service to, to you guys out there listening. That's been good to me, and my bookie is that because they've been good to us here at the podcast. They are always the right play because when you bet, you win, and they pay. My bookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and for you fantasy guys out there, you can bet the over/under on fantasy points that a player will score in each game. So go to my book, visit my bookie online right now. Or today, whenever when you get the opportunity, you can do it now if you want. If, if you're home, don't do it while you're driving though. But visit my bookie when you can and use the promo code LOCKEDON when creating your account. You can get up to a thousand dollar first deposit bonus. So basically, you you can essentially double your first deposit up to thousand dollars. So it's like getting a thousand dollar up to a thousand dollars in free money. So again, my bookie, M Y B O O K I E, and use the promo code Locked On. When creating your account to claim your bonus of up to $1,000 on your first deposit bonus. Bet, win, get paid with my bookie.
1: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: And as we wrap things up here, also real quick note too, of course, about the Locked On Network. You guys know, of course, that we do the the crossover Wednesdays. They are coming back this season. They will start up next week, so hopefully next Wednesday you will hear myself with Brad Mod. We got together earlier in the summer and got to talk a little bit, so hopefully we'll get a chance to do that again this week, or I should say next week for week one against the Rams. And Brad's always good to talk to. Obviously does a great job with the Rams, so he'll give you guys some real good insight into the defending NFC champions, but again, that's uh, that's always something to look forward to. I know it was real big last year. I enjoyed doing it this year, or I enjoyed doing it last year. I'm looking forward to doing it this year. Getting to talk to all the hosts, the few hosts that uh, I haven't really got to do any work yet yet on this podcast. So really excited to do that. Obviously, the, the AFC opponents that the Texans or that the Panthers have like the Texans and the Colts, the entire AFC South. So looking forward to chatting with those guys. Even guys like Peter Bukowski of the Packers. Excited to chat with him later in the season. And then even guys that I have worked with. You know, Brian Peacock, always fun to talk with him. So I'll be looking forward to do that when the when the Panthers play the 49ers later in the season. But that's something to look forward to. Crossover Wednesday is back next week. Uh, all the hosts, of course, of the Locked On NFL channel getting together to preview each week's game. So that starts next Wednesday. So as we wrap things up here, looking at uh, fantasy ADPs, we'll look now at the defense, where the Panthers stand uh, defensively in average draft position, and they are actually all the way down. Actually, they're not even on the board at all. They, they've only tracked the top 15, uh, or at least looking at the defaults, Only the top fifteen defenses in twelve-team leagues, and the Panthers are not even on here at all. the The first defense going off the board is actually the Chicago Bears in the middle of the eighth round. And I'm a guy that I don't take my defense until the until the second to last pick because I like to stream defenses. I like to, you know, play matchups. You know, like for example. Baltimore's defense, now they are going as the fourth defense off the board in the middle of the 11th round, but Baltimore would be a defense I'd probably target for week one because they're playing the Miami Dolphins. Really, I think whoever's playing the Dolphins is going to be a good streaming option for fantasy defenses. because, I mean, we still don't even know who the starting quarterback is going to be, and we're a week and a half away from the start of the season. So interesting times. Of course, now all the, the reports that Miami is – engaging in talks or at least interested in Jadevian Clowney. So we'll see how that goes. But the Bears are the top defense off the board, followed by the Rams at number two, Jacksonville, Baltimore, Cleveland, the top five, then the LA Chargers, Minnesota, Dallas, Houston, and Denver rounding out the top 10. And then rounding out the top 15 are Philadelphia, New England, Pittsburgh, New Orleans, and Buffalo. So, not much love for the Carolina defense, but then if you guys are are high on the Carolina defense, by all means, grab them in fantasy. Obviously, you can get them very, very cheap. And then last but not least are the kickers. Everybody's favorite position in fantasy football. And as we look at the top 13, and again, no Panthers, no Graham Gano among the, the top 13 kickers drafted. Instead, it is uh, Greg Zerline as the first kicker off the board, then Justin Tucker, Harrison Butker, the former Panther, now with the Chiefs, Will Lutz of the Saints, Kaimi Fairbairn of the Texans, Steven Goskowski, Robbie Gould, Michael Bagley of the Chargers, Mason Crosby, Jake Elliott, Giorgio Tavecchio, even though he's kind of struggled a bit this preseason for the Falcons. Brett Maher of the Cowboys, and Matt Prater of the Lions. That's the 13, or at least the top 13 kickers drafted according to Fantasy Football Calculator. So kind of shows that there's not a ton of love fantasy-wise for the Carolina Panthers. Um, Even just looking at all the positions, obviously Cam Newton, not a high option, but still a solid starting option. At number 10, obviously Christian McCaffrey is the big dog here, especially in PPR leagues. I mean, we talked about the possibility of Christian McCaffrey both rushing and receiving for a 1,000 yards each this season. I think it certainly can be done. So, again, if you have a high draft pick, I would – you know, you don't even have to go to say that, you know, saying – I would obviously consider McCaffrey. I mean, that that kind of goes without saying. I mean, a a two-year-old can say that. But um, McCaffrey, I just think, is just going to be such a dominant force in PPR. And that's why he's number two overall, at least for me, behind Saquon Barkley. So you really can't go. Even if you have the number one pick and you want to go McCaffrey, really can't fault you for that either. Because you know McCaffrey is going to catch a lot of passes out of the backfield, especially if you're in a PPR league. So there's... You you really can't go wrong with either guy. And then DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel, I've been bullish on them all season. I think they're I, – I don't even know if you can consider them sleepers anymore because everybody is on them at this point. Everybody's considering – like, that, that brings up the question, is a player really a sleeper if everybody considers them a sleeper? Like, obviously every – everybody's talking about these guys like oh these guys are going to break out this this guy's a, a big time sleeper you know you guys should really keep an eye on him well everybody obviously has their eyes on DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel at this point we've all been talking about them for the last how many weeks now so at at this point if they don't break out it's going to be a disappointment rather than oh well you know maybe it just wasn't their time we all feel it is their time so uh High expectations certainly for the two of them, and then obviously low expectations for Greg Olson, or at least uh, in terms of his draft stock. But he can certainly outperform that draft spot. And then again, if you guys are high on the Carolina defense, you can certainly grab them late in the draft. And then um, kickers are kickers. So whether you want to take Graham Gano or whether you want to take another kicker, I mean, kickers are such a crapshoot anyway. You know, I was just curious to see where. He stood where Graham Ganov stood amongst the, the kickers, but he's not even among the top 13. But again, kickers are somebody that you can just swap in and out, especially on the bye week, and really not have to worry too much about. By the way, that was just me ranting on fantasy football. Obviously, if you guys want even more fantasy nuggets... Uh, I would strongly suggest checking out Vinnie Iyer and the locked on fantasy football podcast. Cause he obviously does a, a fantastic job over there and it's sporting news and everything else he does. So he's, he's just a fantastic guy. Go check him out and go win your fantasy leagues, but that'll do it for this edition of the locked on Panthers podcast. Appreciate you guys sticking and staying. Uh, we'll be back next time. Hopefully get something quick in tomorrow before the game. And then, Uh, Later in the week, certainly recap a little bit what happened against the Steelers and uh, start prepping for the construction of the final roster this weekend. So a lot coming, and then it is week one. We are ready to go come Monday. So big time's coming here in the NFL season, and hope you'll be along for the ride. Until next time. Uh, Take care, everybody, and we'll see you next time right here on LOP. Until then, take care, my friends.
1: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast.